It's too much. It's too much. From there, I would no. I would have been absolutely fine if Issa just like, you know, like in the Nigerian films, just like fainted, threw herself on the floor. Yeah. Like, it, it was, it <laughs> was too, much. too much. There was too much going on. Like yeah. I was overwhelmed just watching it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's like she said, it's like Lawrence is the one that she imagined her firstborn, yeah, their yeah. firstborn together. It's just too much. If it was anybody, I think if it was any other guy, she would have been fine. Do you remember that where end of season two, where they, um, I think it was season two, where they are moving, she moves out of um, their original um, apartment and Mm. there's that whole dream sequence of them coming back together, having a baby. You are listening to Colour Out The Box podcast. Join the conversation at Colour Out The Box on all socials. Hello and welcome to Colour Out The Box podcast. And as always, this is Mo. And you are listening to Colour Out The Box presents the insecure wind down and debrief for the um, finale. <laughs> so um, this week I'm joined by, as always, familiar voice... Jay, that's you. <laughs> yeah, Jay's on Jay's on the line. Okay, and Jay, where can the good people always find you? So you can find me on Say Curie Art Guide on Instagram. Perfect. The only social media I use. <laughs> it's all you need. All you need. Yeah. Um, and we actually have a third person for the first time on the wind down and debrief. We have Bim, Bim, introduce yourself. Hi, guys. Yeah, it's Bim. I'm a very big fan of the podcast, so it's an honour to be welcomed. (laughs) (laughs) It's an honour to be welcomed. Um, Bim, do you want, you don't have to, do you want to give your socials? Yeah, why not? So, um, Bim underscore Layla on Instagram, and that's the main one I use. Brilliant. Um, So, guys, so... Before we get into the podcast, just some housekeeping. So um, anyone that's listening to this podcast may not listen to other episodes. So Colour Out the Box, we don't just talk about Insecure. There are other things going on. So our most recent episode is about the strong black woman stereotype and trope where myself and May explore the, is it empowering? Is it supporting women? Or is it um, setting us up? So do go listen to that podcast. Um, it was a good then, episode. So yeah, Jay, you that. listened already. Really, yeah, it? it was a good one. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. And also, um, Bim contributed to that podcast episode as well. A little soundbite. <laughs> yes, definitely. So have a listen <laughs> and let us know what you think. Right, guys. So, Jay, Bim, I'm going to do the my one minute um, recap of the episode. I'm not sure if it's a minute today. Anyway, let, let's try. Okay, so everyone ready? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go so, for it. The show opens at the farmer's market, which is very millennial and modern day hipster. Lawrence <laughs> confirms he's got the job in San Francisco, including corner office and mm-hmm. team. Next, Ethan and Lawrence have an awkward conversation as to where their relationship is going, but they <laughs> confirm that they both want to make it work. <laughs> Molly and Andrew are at, their, at Molly's work party. Andrew is still bending backwards to 
basically support Molly. Issa visits Nathan at his now um, owned barbershop. Nathan apologises for being super shady about Issa and Lawrence getting back together. Nathan though, does hint that he does like Issa, but is happy to be friends, in quotation marks. Molly and Andrew reach breaking point over finding LaToya TV show. Tiffany is missing, obviously um, from postpartum depression, she's basically taken off and the, the whole gang has to go and find her. And we get the big bombshell. Da, da, da. Our good sis Condola is back and pregnant with Lawrence's <laughs> baby. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Shock, shock. Shock, horror. <laughs> the final scene, as always, as we end every Insecure season, is Molly and Issa in their favourite favorite Ethiopian restaurant. And that is the one minute recap. So mm, guys... Yeah. Right. Okay. There's a lot to unpack. We're stressed yeah. here. We're upset. Yes. Right. So, initial thoughts. I'm actually going to go over to you, Bim. Like, what do you think of the episode? Initial thoughts. The episode was too short. Yes. So that I'm is just going to come off the bat. <laughs> the episode was too short, and I feel like the duration of like the season. I've been seeing people like commenting saying that the episodes have been short, but I felt like they kind of got to the point and were able to execute it well in the 30, 35 minutes. This episode, I feel like there was too many, it was just, I feel like emotionally I was on a roller coaster. There was so much going on. I feel like some of the conversations were shorter when they could have probably gone into a bit more depth. Mm. They kind of touched on a couple of issues, which is really good. But yeah, I needed at least another 10 minutes. Okay. At Welcome least. to the club, sis. Welcome to the club. <laughs> <laughs> and Jones is Issa, Issa Rae addresses this on a few occasions where she's like you're not getting more than the 30 minutes remember me and jay we were saying that maybe the last episode they'll give us 40 an hour yeah Mm, i I needed 45 they were like (laughs) (laughs) you'll take these 30 minutes and you'll enjoy it so there you go (laughs) jay what did you think your initial thoughts you know how how are you feeling what's what's the vibe so same. The first thing I looked at was like, how long is this episode going to be? And I saw, yeah. and I saw thirty five minutes. I was like, okay, you guys, you better know what you're doing in thirty five minutes. Um, but I was really impressed with the episode. I thought it was one of one of the best episodes of the season. Oh, really okay. good, um, really good characterization. Um, lots of vulnerability from from Molly. Yeah, from from Tiffany as well. Yeah, Tiffany, I liked it. Probably Tiffany and Derek's best acting in this episode. Mm. I yeah, love I actually loved. I wish we could almost have like a spin-off. You know, I know Tiffany and Derek episode or something just to focus on mm. them because I thought they did a great job. Yeah, so I really yeah I liked it. I really liked the episode. I felt like it was quite serious it was like a serious episode yeah you know no joking around getting down to business which yeah as the last as the finale I guess it had to be but yeah I I really enjoyed it it just made me yeah just again made me think or maybe yeah just made me think why I love the show so much Mm. yeah did anybody shed a tear twice Oh, wow. <laughs> two two eye-watering moments. 
my first eye-water moment was, um, I think, once the realisation that Tiffany... I think that's the whole Tiffany, like, the post-natal um, depression, like, the whole storyline, I think it took a while for the emotion to kick in because I think at the yeah. house it just felt like... I think there was... For me, I felt like there was one too many jokes at the house. I couldn't really yeah. grasp the seriousness of it. And then... I think once you started to see a bit more into Derek's character, I was like, mm. oh. well, so yeah. that moment when he was on the bus with Issa and Molly, that for me was a, oh my gosh. Yeah, I felt really bad at that point because I think the realisation kicked in and then they were obviously talking about him, but they were talking about themselves at the same time. And yes. that was an emotional bit. And then the we're, second We're going to get to the synergy of that conversation <laughs> mm-hmm. on the bus. That was a very important conversation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then I think my second one was um, the bombshell. Yeah. Like, it's like I felt that in my core because I was like, oh my gosh, he slept with Condola. And then I was like, no, he hasn't. And then I was like, (laughs) oh no. It was just like, you could just see the ground beneath them just like completely open. Yeah. We'll get to that bit. (laughs) I have have some thoughts. I have some feelings. Yes. Yes. So if we, so basically, this because this is the finale, let's go through our main characters. So let's start with Andrew and Molly. Ay ay ay, Molly, yeah. Molly, oh. Molly. I, you know, okay. I, I just want to put my arms around Molly and just shake her a bit. So, <laughs> so Andrew and Molly. So do you, I just want to ask a question. Do you think in relationship, there's always has to be someone that takes almost like a second place or back seat and if yes what role do you normally take in a relationship someone's got an answer I would say that I think that that can be quite that could be quite seasonal in relationships I don't necessarily think that it's I think it kind of goes in waves I think it's sometimes around your circumstances where you're at career-wise or what's going on in your life so I feel like it does it kind of goes in waves, but I, it feels like from an insecure perspective that went on for a bit longer than it's like, it didn't feel very seasonal. It felt like, I suppose that was the way she wanted the relationship to go. Yeah. Um, so the compromise, that element of compromise, or maybe even understanding, like he made the comment was that she dismisses everything. So you could just tell that it's not a one-off thing. It's not something yeah. that maybe he's been holding on to. So yeah, I think it's seasonal. I do think it's quite difficult in relationships because you're at different stages in life. As much as you're together, you can sometimes be quite separate. But I do think that for me, I think personally, it's normally quite seasonal and you can overcome it, but you have to be willing to. Okay. And Jay, what do you think? Because you you had this theory that you felt that Molly was almost waiting for somebody else and you even put it out there that if the perfect on paper black guy came along you thought molly would walk how do you yeah yeah i did i think this episode really kind of yeah i got some clarification on that to be honest Mm. i kind of saw what she was doing and yeah i agree with bim that in a relationship it depends. It is seasonal. Sometimes your partner's giving 80% because all you've got is 20. Mm. 
Mm. You know, mm. and other times you're giving 80 because your partner's 20. So it's kind of has to like, it's the ebb and flows of a relationship. You have mm. to kind of go in and out of it. So I don't think there's like um, a way to say that one person is this this way what was it what was it the question you asked one person so like, someone has to take almost like a back seat or be oh yeah yeah place. yeah so I don't th- yeah I don't think one person has to take the back seat permanently I think it's a temporary thing you go in and out of it depending on what's going on but the issue with Molly and Andrew is that it went on for a long time where where Andrew was taking a back seat and you could see the build-up like mm. he's you could just see like the resentment there and he just yeah and I we kind of knew that was coming we knew at some point yeah. he was just gonna be like I've had enough and the only thing I yeah. would say in Molly's defense and you know I feel like it's my full-time job to defend Molly on the internet in general. <laughs> yeah um there's a lot of Molly haters out there <laughs> the only thing I would say is is mm. that I feel like Andrew could have maybe said something Before. sooner. And mm. like you said, it there was a build-up and there was a few times where, you know, when last episode where she changed last minute the takeaway options. Yeah. She didn't yeah. go to meet up with um, his brother at the game. There's been other things that she has done. And he called her out earlier on in their relationship. You know, when... She kept on working late and stuff like mm. that. So mm. I was really, I, I, I did feel that you can't push this all on Molly. I think Andrew as well kept on holding back. So mm. as much as we're talking about it's seasonal taking second place, I think sometimes Andrew put himself in that second place position yeah. himself mm. rather than Molly pushing him there. Mm. I was just thinking... When I'm Team Molly, I've Team Molly. All, all of Insecure, so I'm constantly defending Molly as well. But I was just thinking, actually, when you think about how they've portrayed Andrew as a character, I suppose he's one of the only characters that we don't really know that much about. That is true. I'm thinking, like, we know a lot about Nathan. Like, most of the love interests, we kind of get a bit of a background story, but I feel like Andrew... We never got given that background story. And I wonder if it was to kind of like, maybe to shed a bit of light that maybe it's Molly, like maybe like what you're saying, that maybe kind of like Molly is dominating this relationship. Because all you know is that he works in music, but there's the only episode that we really saw a glimpse was when they went to Mexico. But even that, she kind of over, like she kind of overtook that episode Mm. with her character as well. So I wonder if that, explains his character a little what his role was always supposed to be a little bit more can we resolve it once and for all though the real question are you supposed to wait for your partner to watch your favorite tv show and if you've agreed (laughs) on a time so you know finding latoya they agreed that they were going to watch it on that Mm -hmm. day but molly was tired is that is that okay for is it okay for Andrew to go ahead and watch it? Yes. Yes, of course it is. Yeah. Because she by forced the after work drinks. Yeah. <laughs> so if that she's tired, yeah. that's her own business. Yeah. Because Andrew was ready to go home to be on the sofa with the popcorn ready for finding mm. Latoya. And, and, and she and she really didn't tried want to with those drinks. He really tried. He put he did. In the effort. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they didn't actually show finding Latoya, so we actually don't know what happened. It's true, the reunion. It's got its own spin-off show or something. Yeah, right? on YouTube, I think you can see it. So <laughs> yeah. we'll have to we'll have to watch to find out. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so so staying with um, Molly and Andrew, what's your thoughts, guys? Do you think they could make it? Is that good, sis? Because because they left it kind of open ended. Like, yeah, we're sure they're together. We're not sure if they broke up. Yeah, and I think Andrew's final line to Molly of what is it that you're fighting for and then mm. Molly having to think mm. was really important but mm. do you think there's a relationship there or what do you guys think Jay? I, I don't think they're coming back the next oh. season I think because I just got I thought I think she was using Andrew as like a distraction from the real relationship that she wanted which is her friendship with molly and i think that question huh her friendship with molly so molly with herself or molly no sorry her friendship with isa i mean oh i thought you was being really deep in me i was like yes yes yes, yes, (laughs) (laughs) well actually maybe now that you say that okay (laughs) yeah her friendship with with herself as well because I think she, and that's why she was really trying so hard to like make it work with Andrew because yeah. making it work with Andrew would mean that something, yeah, would kind of block out the real fixing that was needed, which is her relationship mm. with Issa and herself. And herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Dr. J. <laughs> yeah, because I think it was interesting. <laughs> Yeah, because when Andrew asked, what are you fighting for? I think she must have thought, true, what am I fighting? I'm fighting for my friendship with Issa. That's Mm. what really matters. But Mm. yeah, that's my take on it. Okay, so um, Bim, what do you think? Can can Molly and Issa, sorry, Molly and Andrew, sorry, Mm. can they make it? I don't know. I what. As a Molly fan, I want to say yes, mm-hmm. because I feel like it will help show that she's grown. Even though I feel like she's had some ups and downs, I do think that she's grown a lot. And I think her relationship with men has always been something throughout Insecure that they've always talked about and her like failure to commit or kind of settle in. And I felt that, I think up until like maybe the last couple of episodes, I really felt that she was that she'd taken that transition with him, that she actually probably felt a bit more committed to him. And I felt that things were going well, but I do think, I don't know. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's willing to fight for it. I think that she would, I think knowing Molly, I think that she'd give her all to fight if that's what she really wanted. But I feel like the way he was talking, he's already checked out. Mm. So I actually think it's not Andrew that's checked out. I think Molly is checked out. And I think Molly checked out a long time ago. I think when Andrew asked her, what are you fighting for? What I took from that is Molly was fighting for the relationship, not because she necessarily was in love with Andrew, but because she wanted to prove that she could be in a relationship. Mm. Yeah. So I think 
that's what she would that's why he had because when she kept on saying that this is the longest relationship we've been in um you know you know this this has to work it has to be worth it mm. i think that was more what was her battle to prove to people that she, it's not her why she's signal um single she is not the problem mm. so yeah mm. interesting Mm. I love I I love Molly and I, and yeah you know remember Jay on our previous episodes I really was anxious that Molly was going to in quotation marks mess this up yeah but now yeah. I kind of feel that okay she's kind of she has proven that she can do the whole relationship thing and maybe Andrew is not quite the right fit for her yeah 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 do you um, you know, plot twist. Do you think that maybe she could end up with um Torian? That other I thought I Definitely. thought about that. I actually thought about that. Definitely. But I think that would be a mistake. Why? Because he's like I f- I found he I find him like really like he just seems really like wound up. But I think he's quite a strong person. Mm. And I think we've yeah. shown that Molly needs someone that's very, like, strong. Mm. Maybe. I feel like there was a um, last season, the episode where she, I think she didn't back him in a meeting or something. And yeah. there was a moment that he came into her office. And you know that, like, split-second moment where it was, like, mm. one of those tv attraction moments but then it okay. kind of went <laughs> left so i yeah, was like yeah there was an episode and i remember there being was. like hmm. mm-hmm. so know, yeah he had, he had a nice polo neck at the the work <laughs> literally drinks you know <laughs> why not <laughs> okay no. so moving on from andrew and molly um let's talk lawrence um oh, Right, so we're not going to get to the <laughs> shell just yet. But one thing I was just, you know, doing the dishes and I was thinking, Lawrence, is had the, he's had the same journey as Issa. They're literally a mirror of each other. So uh-huh. they've gone through that whole thing of like, you know, their hotation in quotation marks. Uh-huh. And now um, Lawrence is in that point in his career where things are really progressing. He's found what he's passionate about. And I also really like this whole thing of that he he's really content and happy with mm-hmm. his career and understands that not everybody has to be a entrepreneur or businessman. Yeah. Um, you know, some people, including myself, really get fulfillment from having, you know, a great career like working for like companies and being part of a team. Mm-hmm. So I do think that that's been done on purpose, that that mirror image of each of um, Issa and Lawrence together. What do you guys think? And where are you on your, like, journeys, your life journeys? Let's share. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, so what are we talking about? Lawrence? Lawrence's um, journey. Yeah. I'm doing the, have you seen the Kelly meme? That's no growth. <laughs> oh, no. <I> seen <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> like sprouting. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it's I think yeah, we like Lawrence now. He's kind of like Lawrence two po- well, okay. Well, he's like Lawrence 2.0. Yep. 
He's matured. He's he's growing. Yeah, he just seems a lot more. Cut his hair. He's cut his hair. He just looks more like <laughs> professional. Very fresh. You know, mm-hmm. very attractive black man out in the world like... doing his thing. <laughs> at art shows at farmers markets. It's cute. Works it's very cute tech. to watch. So Works nice. in tech. It's yeah. it's he's ticking a lot of boxes basically. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um yeah, so that's interesting. And I like I agree what you said. I like that he said that, you know, he's kind of come to this realization that he doesn't have to be an entrepreneur. It's working for somebody else is not some it's not a failure or it's it doesn't even mean success particularly. Yeah. yeah. So I like that he's just like found his own path and he's found his own strength in it. And I feel like that's something that I've always believed in as well, that not everyone has to be an entrepreneur. Mm. I think it's just important to, you know, um, have your passions. And I think I've said this on the podcast before, have your passions. And your passions don't necessarily have to intertwine with your day job. You can, it's, you know, you can have that rolling on the side as well and have a day job that I think it's important to have a day job that you enjoy or like you you like working with the people or Mm. whatever it is but as long as you're going in every day there has to be something in it for you Mm. but yeah I think we just I think maybe it's slowed down but there was a period where it was like everybody has to be self-employed everyone has to be entrepreneur have a business what's your side hustle what's your side hustle thing and it's just like I think not, I think it's still there's still a little bit of um nine to five, you know, shaming going on. Mm, um mm. where people are like, you know, I want like a businessman, an entrepreneur. I'm thinking yeah. of that woman, B Simone. I actually don't know what, what she does, but she oh, Who's B who's B Simone? She's a um comedian. I believe she's yeah because she was on Wild and Out and the Nick Cannon thing that's where I've known her from yeah Yeah. she does like comedy and I think she did something like try to become a millionaire and I think she she did it yeah but I remember there was a big thing because she said that she wouldn't date a guy that's just got a regular nine to five um and there was a lot of debate Hmm. on the internet and I do think sometimes there's this almost kind of like shaming of like, you know, why would you want to work for somebody? But mm. I'm thinking lawyers work for somebody, doctors work for somebody, uh-huh. engineers work for somebody. I sound like a Nigerian auntie, but, <laughs> <laughs> but they, these are all like jobs uh, or careers. Yeah. Um, mm. So yeah, I, I was in that thing of feeling like, yeah, I need to have my own business, my own company. But I'm also, I'm really happy that the fact that I can do something that I'm quite passionate about and then there's a cutoff point. So when I come home, it's my time. I'm not thinking about the business because it's not my business. Yeah. Hmm. Um, there is a point where I can switch off sometimes anyway, not all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I agree with you guys. I think um, for me, I'm like an in-between person. I think I'm fortunate. Yeah, I'm fortunate to work in a field that I love so much, Mm. which kind of feeds into things I'm passionate about. So I suppose working in fashion means that, yes, I can 
do my job and get fulfillment from that but anything I do on the side is is related to fashion so it's an extension of what I love doing it but I'm doing it for myself I'm doing it kind of outside of an organization setting so yeah but I think that that's just when you do something nine to five that you enjoy I think that if you do something nine to five that you don't want to kind of you want to your passion is something completely different then I get why you would not really be interested in the whole side hustle element of it but yeah but I think like with Lawrence I don't know I think it's interesting I I really enjoyed watching his character yes this season because I feel like first things first he came back with the haircut or he came back looking cute and everyone was like whoa I mean, we knew Lawrence was a good we knew he was but he wasn't one. but he so wasn't he came like to the fundraiser at we got y'all we knew that okay. he was looking let's be honest okay <laughs> we've known but he's kind of not given us there's been nothing else I personally feel like there's been nothing else to the looks of Lawrence okay. for a couple of seasons but it just feels like recently with the looks comes the attitude. He's wearing like trucker jackets with polar necks. I'm like, okay, Lawrence. <laughs> His style is switching up. He's wearing like neutral colours. So yeah, no, but I think that with him, it's, it's, it's exciting to see that he has a passion. And I think for so long, we didn't see that passion side. We kind of saw him hitting a bit of a brick wall career-wise. And I feel like loads of people can relate to that um, job-wise as well, where it's like, you're not really... You feel like you're doing the right thing, but you're not really seeing the rewards. Yeah. But then I also think that, I don't know, I feel like he's kind of going now at a pace that it's like, I think it's good for Issa because she feels like she's getting herself together. But I feel like there's so many, there's so much with her that she's still trying to figure out. I don't know if they feel like a good fit now, but I feel like Lawrence is probably in a different place to her. See, I actually think they're in both in a similar place where they're both happy in their career, mm. but geographically with Lawrence getting the job in San Francisco, that discussion they had in the farmer's market. Yeah. At first I was a bit like, I, I was thinking you should have had that discussion sooner. It was weird that they waited until he mm. got the job. But and wasn't I, Lawrence looked reluctant as well? Mm, he was, was uncomfortable in that yeah. I think he just didn't want to ask her but I think her saying that yes we can make this work and I would be willing to eventually move reassured him that okay she's in this and then I think once she said that he was like fully open mm. no? I don't know there was still I something like you guys are not agreeing with me yeah there was something <laughs> holding he was yeah. holding back there was he something was about back. him yeah that made me a little bit uneasy same I felt that same. Issa was like it just felt like too much dialogue from Issa she was like yeah. to the point that I felt like she was kind of forcing it yes I don't know if he was yes. more quiet because he really wanted her to think about what I, this I meant agree. yeah I, I honestly think that he was feeling out the situation and once Issa confirmed that she was down to like make it work he was just like yeah like I want to make this work but so he wasn't enthusiastic. He wasn't that enthusiastic. Let's move on. That's what was weird. <laughs> it was weird for me. I yeah. was like, ah, this looks awkward. Let's move on. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on from this anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so moving on from Issa and Lawrence, 
let's switch over to Nathan and Issa. Oh, gosh. Now, <laughs> I'm going to just just come on record and say mm. that I apologise to Nathan's, you know, fan base. I was very hard on Nathan. You were very hard. You were very hard. He has <laughs> redeemed himself so much to the point where I honestly think Nathan and Issa are a better fit than Definitely. Issa Lawrence now. Da, da, da. Oh, wow. I'm, I, I'm surprised I've to hear you say that. 360. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> I honestly think, and I really appreciated that Nathan, one, apologized for being shady, mm-hmm. and two, he, kind, he put it out there that he liked her but he also was willing to he wanted to have that friendship yeah and it made me think of all the times where I have been immature and just thought forget the friendship <laughs> no I, I was annoyed you. with Issa I was annoyed with Issa because I'm like Issa you're gonna make the same mistake that you did with Daniel you want to be friends with this guy after he's oh, just you told you they can be friends I don't think they can be friends Issa's track record is not great. I mean, mm. it was one time. <laughs> <laughs> one time. Issa, I was, just, I was just talking to the team. I was like, Issa, you want to be friends with this guy? You don't know yourself? Like, very, why fine, you? very good looking, <laughs> fine guy. I think, though, Issa has not given me any... I don't know. I don't feel like she's given me Nathan vibes this season. I feel like she's friend zoned him mm-hmm. from the beginning of the season. I feel like she was using him at the beginning with the whole oh. block party thing. Sorry, I'm just going to put it out there. She's using him with the block party thing because she had no one else to talk to. So it was like, let me talk to him. Yeah. Then he come around and they're doing all this friendship, help me move, help me do this, da-da-da, you're my best friend. But she doesn't want to address the elephant in the room. So at what point did she not expect them to have to discuss the next stages of whether they're going to be together or not? So I feel mm. like she kind of, like, we knew that this was going to happen. Obviously, the Lawrence thing came sideways for all of us. But yeah. I feel like she's not really, I don't know, especially how it ended last season. Like, I get he, like, ghosted and talked about, like, bipolar and stuff like that. And I think that it was great to see that conversation unravel in the last episode. But... I feel like, apart from that, what has she given us about Nathan? Nothing, apart from, there hasn't really been much. So I don't think the interest has really been there this season. So are you guys saying that you can't, You do you ever be friends with like an ex or someone that you've dated? I think yeah. time plays a big factor in that. Sorry? <laughs> I think time plays a big factor in that. So is that um, a yes or a no? <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have exes that are friends, but okay. I I would probably say friends is probably a bit loose, a loose of a term now. I know, but I think like that's acquaintances. Yeah, it's like us. Okay. Hey, how are you? Happy birthday! <laughs> like that's kind of you've been the church. No, <laughs> <side hug>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't think this is the end of Nathan. I do think I like Nathan because he reminds me of people that are really genuinely trying to be your friend. And I do think he adds value to Issa's life. Yeah. 
So the fact that he's offering his space um, for her for her events, the ECD events. So yeah, I I really like him, and he's really redeemed himself. Yeah, I like Nathan. I think he had a um, yeah. I think he was a refreshing character because he wasn't as I suppose some of the other guys that you kind of see on Insecure, they're very quite alpha male. Yeah. He came with like a level of like vulnerability, which I think is really nice, especially where even like talk about black men, not necessarily always showing emotions. It was good for that to be portrayed on TV as well, to show that level of vulnerability. But yeah, I, I'm team Nathan, team Nathan, team Molly. Yeah, I'm team Nathan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Lawrence seems to be out of the picture. No, we like, we do like we Lawrence. Lawrence. We yeah. like Lawrence. <laughs> I'll take that. Well, I, I think <laughs> I think Issa and Nathan will make a better couple. And I think they're more on the same, even career-wise, they're more on the same kind of, like, not level, but just on the same... Wavelength? Wavelength. Yeah. I, I than Issa than, um, and Lawrence. So moving on to Tiffany and Derek... And I'm I'm so happy that they actually addressed this part of the storyline. I was worried that they were just going to skip over it and we were never going to um, dig deep. I would say that Amanda Seals, and I don't know the actor who plays Derek, his name, but I think they were the standout actors in this episode. Mm. So... Derek and Tiffany, um, what do you, how do, how do you think that the show handled discussing like postnatal depression and all of that? And um, Tiffany's um, kind of like her um, her moment that she had to take out. I think it was good because um, it wasn't new. This it wasn't like a new theme in this episode we kind of seen the build-up in some yeah. of the previous yeah. episodes so we kind of knew what was coming so I think it was I think it was a really good way that they tackled it I like that they stripped they completely stripped her back as well mm. Tiffany's this character that's like hair's done nails are done mm. always you know you know her and Derek are like this what the, what's that hashtag couple goals couple goals <laughs> yeah and all that and then you know it's like kind of the lid was lifted on them and it's like they're actually real vulnerable people mm. so yeah like you said brilliant acting because they didn't have a lot of time no but they conveyed so much with with the short scenes that they had mm. yeah so good for them really good i think yeah, I agree. I think they planted the seed like so far. But I feel like the first time I really started to look at Tiffany's character and be like, oh, maybe she's not going to handle this pregnancy well was the Coachella episode. Yeah. And that was like, that was the episode that I was like, oh, okay, they have to go somewhere deeper mm. with this um, storyline. Yeah, I think it's like, I think Amanda Seals did really good in this episode because I feel like her character kind of you just laugh her off majority of the time like even in her serious moments it still doesn't feel serious but um it was nice to kind of actually see her with a serious 
I suppose see them as a couple is quite serious because it's always a bit of banter when it comes to the two of them and it's like laughing and stuff. But it felt nice to see, I suppose, that vulnerability from her and also from him as well. Um, It was interesting as well that there was no guys. They didn't call none of the guys. Lawrence wasn't there. Oh, yeah. The other friend wasn't there. It was just the girls that came. I was thinking about that, actually. Because I, 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 I noticed that. I thought Derek would have called Lawrence because they're quite close. So. Mm. But, but I, I guess if it was it's... about Tiffany, yeah, thought, let me just yeah. call her closest friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what you would think. Like if your partner, something was happening to you, your partner would call your friends. He wouldn't call his friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, because yeah, your friends, his friends can't really help. I I suppose just for like support really support yeah Um, yeah um so tiff so we've talked about tiffany and Derek. okay we've been putting it off let's get to how do they say the meat and potatoes Um, (laughs) condoleezza condoleezza condolence (laughs) <laughs> I knew she was going to come and bring problems because she Definitely. didn't have her usual kind of like braided natural hair. Style. The hair, mm-hmm. yeah that that was like oh oh god she's come mm-hmm. with the with the curly hair. Problems <laughs> 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 here. So, how did you feel when they dropped the bombshell that can Condola? I'm going to say condolence. Condola is pregnant. How, how did you guys feel? Because I'm going to tell you, I had a very physical reaction. <laughs> I actually, I was watching it. I was doing the dishes in the kitchen and um, I had it, the screen in front of me while I was washing up and I literally stopped and I swore. Like, I just like, <laughs> F-bomb. Because I was annoyed. I was really annoyed because, Jay, you know, we discussed it, that the rumours were that, she was yeah. pregnant and I was like no I think it'll be just too obvious it will just mm-hmm. be a bit of a cop out to make Condola pregnant mm-hmm. and that's what they did so I was disappointed I was hurt and I was surprised so yeah <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm still working through my emotions it's okay it's a, it's a safe space it's a safe space <laughs> so how did you guys feel Oh gosh. I actually paused it. <laughs> I have like I have a habit yeah. of when something I suffer from like secondhand embarrassment and awkwardness. So the moment there's something that I physically can't take, I have to pause it. I literally paused it and like I remember looking up and my eyes were watering and I was like, oh. I am actually no. Because I paused it. As soon as he said it, I was just like, No, I'm not doing this right now. I can't. <laughs> um yeah, I was shocked. I was shocked because I it just reminded me of those times when you just think that everything is together yeah. and it's just not. Absolutely. Everything is going great. Life yeah. is good. And yeah. something and just I comes along. They were so clever that we found out the same time as Issa. Yeah. So mm. we felt, we were feeling yeah. like Issa in that moment mm-hmm. um, at the same time because we were just like, we were, we saw the future and now we're seeing it being snatched away from yeah. us. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that was a, it. Was a lot that scene. Jay, how about you? You predicted um, it. I predict because I saw a hint of it when Lawrence went to see Derek and the baby. 
Right. And you remember he had this, he was, he just got this, he just got weird, didn't he? From that scene onwards, I feel like he just went into a different zone. Okay. Like, like ready to settle down. You know, he even had that conversation with Condola where she, she where he was like, so you don't want to get married and that kind of messed things up a bit. So I think we kind of saw a little bit of a hint of where his mind was at, but yeah. I was, yeah, I was heartbroken. For yeah. for Isa, I, I, my heart really broke for Isa. I thought, what? Well, I was just. It was just like, of course, you know, yeah. just my when they're trying to get things together, huh? I said my heart broke for Lawrence in that scene yeah. because I feel like it was good to see you actually went through the motions with both of them. Yeah, um, I think especially for Lawrence, you could see like. And I, I thought about what would I be like if I was Condola in that moment? Because mm. he's literally like, I don't want this baby with yeah. you. Like, but he was a bit of a dickhead about that. Though. He was literally he just was. like, I don't want the baby with... But I think it's like, I suppose... In that it was moment, very just, knee-jerk. It was a very knee-jerk yeah, reaction. Knee-jerk. He was but it was a bit of a... It was a dickhead move. And then he's like, is it mine? It's like... But I, feel like, but I feel like the way she came... And I feel like Condola came on one of those ones like... I'm pregnant. <laughs> like it was very much like I'm pregnant and I'm having your baby and yeah. I'm keeping your baby. It didn't, and I, and I get, I get yeah. that because it didn't feel like a discussion. It felt like I'm telling you we're having a baby and if you, you can be involved, involved, that's up to you. Yeah. Well, I think this goes back to like the argument, like it's the woman's body. So it is her decision yeah. and it's her that decides whether it's going to happen or it's not. And yeah, unfortunately that's because it's in the woman's body. It's like the man doesn't have a say on that. But the polite thing to do, diplomatic thing to do is to kind of pretend you're having a conversation like, and you've come to the decision together. But Condola wasn't having that. And also Condola knew about it. Obviously she found out some time ago so she's yeah. had time to process it yeah so yeah. him going well are you sure it's mine what are you going to do i don't want the baby these are things that maybe condola would have mm. gone through those stages herself yeah. um for me the whole scene was actually really triggering um oh yeah because when i was I was like like my 20s i was with somebody we took a break mm got back together and then he found out the person he was with while we were on the break was pregnant. And I remember just thinking, we can't, I don't think we can recover from this because mm. it's one thing to date someone that has children. I have no issue with that. Mm. But now to date someone that, okay, we were together, we then parted and now you've come back and you've got a child on the way. It's really, I, I could literally, I could see Issa, her dream was like slipping away. And I yeah. when I was watching it, I was, as I said, I was washing the dishes. I'd done my swearing and I just stood there in the kitchen, just watching and almost reliving that moment as well, because mm-hmm. you, you, you can't even be angry because you, mm. he didn't cheat on um, Issa. So I can't yeah. be angry at you because you didn't cheat. So I thought back to that, you know, situation that I was in where I was just like, well, what do I do? 
there's no there's nothing I can do and I could see that Issa when she said it, it's just it's too much because yeah. she, she felt helpless yeah I was thinking actually um a little bit after watching it that in that situation like it's not like she doesn't know who Condola is and Condola is yeah. just this random girl mm. like she has to commit to having Condola in her life yes forever she also has to commit to I suppose knowing that he has to like yeah that he's gonna have to have this relationship with Condola forever and or he's gonna try and please Issa by not doing the best thing he can do for his child so I was just thinking about it afterwards and I was like it's one of those situations where like I'm all for like supporting one another, but it's one of those ones that she has to think about herself. It's one of yeah. just to be selfish. And if, if she thinks that she, and I don't think that Issa probably could because she admired Condola so much yeah. from a yeah. professional perspective. I think even him dating, her dating Lawrence was hard enough, let yeah. alone the perfect girl in her eyes, someone who she aspires to be like now, being the mother of his child it's, as well. It's, it's too, too much. much. It's too it's much. Too much. Too it's much. too much. It's too much, girl. Like, I, it, from there, I would have no. been absolutely fine if Issa just like, you know, like in the Nigerian films, just like fainted, threw herself on the floor. Yeah. Like, it was, it was <laughs> too, too much. much. There was too much going on. Like yeah. I was overwhelmed just watching it. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's like she said, it's like, Lawrence is the one that she imagined her firstborn, yeah. their yeah. firstborn together. It's just too much. If it was anybody, I think if it was any other guy, she would have been fine. Do you remember that where end of season two, where they, um, I think it was season two, where they are moving, she moves out of um, their original um, apartment and Mm. there's that whole dream sequence of them coming back together, having a baby. I could yes. see that. I could still see that vision because I was just like, okay, we can still get that mm. just slipping away. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. I cried. I cried after that. I was like, yeah. oh, it's gone. It's gone. That was sad. I think we all we all saw the dreams like slipping yeah. away. Yeah. To be and honest, so he he might not move to San Francisco then. Well, he's got a baby on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Like, let's, oh, we let's, know let's, we know Lawrence is not going to be yeah and he's not the kind of guy who's who's going to be on the sidelines and not be mm. involved oh definitely yeah because I think he does I'm going to do the right thing kind of guy. yeah 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 well I thought it was interesting that he said it's not the right time because yeah because he's from, exploring his relationship with Issa but he does want a kid because we saw not hints with of that. Condola. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> yeah, not with her at all. Yeah. Can I can I just say I was I was angry at Condola on one hand, Why? but also really happy for her because why are you angry? Where were you angry? I at was Condola? angry. And why were you happy? She's really. <laughs> I was happy. I was happy for Condola. I was, I was like, yes, girl, you're divorced. Yeah. You've got your nice house. You've got exactly. your amazing kitchen. Have your baby with have your baby. Like, have your baby. You've got your career. You've yes. Got your big house with the. Yeah. Um, she said, did she say that? Yeah. Yeah. She was so, like, I'm good. I've got this. She she even said, be involved or, or, or uninvolved as much as you like. As you rude. like. <laughs> I'm giving you choice. It was a options. bit rude. That it was, was rude. a bit rude. That's why I felt that that scene was harsh. I was, was like. <laughs> 
It was a bit oh rude. I was like, okay, allow Lawrence a little bit. Give him some respect. <laughs> but I did, when I looked at Condola, I thought, okay, if I was in her situation, yeah, I'd probably do yeah. the same thing. I'd be Absolutely. like, okay, I'm having a baby. Cool. Mm. Come, don't come, up to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that she didn't get angry even when he said all that stuff like, you can't keep it. Is it? Are you sure it's mine? I would have been like, you better watch yourself, Lawrence. You're but stepping I, but on. I think stepping on slippery ground here. But I think that also shows how much Condola is not really into Lawrence at all. Mm. Lawrence mm. at this point is a sperm donor. He is. Yes. he pretty much is. <laughs> I think he knows that, she and I is. think he knows that. She's you think have so? That baby, regardless. So, yeah. whether you think it's yours or not, I'm doing you a courtesy. Mm. I'm telling you that, okay, I'm having your yeah. baby. Okay. I think, I, yeah. Go on, sorry. I was just going to say, I think that the back end of her Condola and Lawrence's relationship, you kind of saw that she was very much like, yeah, this is fun or whatever, but I'm not <laughs> really trying to take Make this any further or mm. that. She, yeah, you always felt, I always felt that he, yeah, that she was treating him in a way that it was kind of just out of convenience. So I think from his perspective, like I was talking to you about future plans and you kind of was shutting me down. Yeah. You you embarrassed me in front of your friends. You don't really, you're kind of telling me I don't really need to get, go for like jobs. I should just be content. I'm fine. I don't really need to strive and achieve. But then you've now come to tell me that you're willing for me to be the father of your child. Like you're willing Mm. to like bring life into this world with me if I want to. So it's a bit of a, I wonder if it's a bit, he probably saw it as like, is it a way for them to get back together as well? Cause I suppose their breakup, I don't know what they were talking about, but remember she was calling him. Yeah. I think think she was calling him about that. Oh, do you think? Yeah. That's why she was Oh. The way Condola told him, I, I never got a sense that she wanted to get back with him. No. She was in for you know how you, you know when you say to someone just to make you FYI. Yeah. I don't want you involved yeah. in my business. This is just, yeah. just for your information. Oh. No I think I think Condola's <laughs> laughing. She's on her way laughing to her prenatal class or whatever. She's yeah. like yeah. she's like, You're you're a fine specimen and I've got my <laughs> Thing, you I know. mean, let's let's get get. Don't He's get a good wrong. specimen, I, isn't he? I don't think Condola planned this, but I think the realization no, no, no. that oh, I'm gonna yeah. have a baby. She just thought, you know what? Maybe she doesn't see herself getting married, but this is a mm. way for her to start a family. Yeah. Um, oh, but she said that she said she doesn't want to get married. Exactly, but she did. But yeah. now she, she did specify she wanted wanted a child or not. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So um, staying with the Condola and Lawrence and Issa situation, I'm going to put it out to you guys. Do you think you you can come back from that? Can you continue being with somebody that's having somebody else's baby? So, and, I, and I'll strong, put out some examples. Person. If you think about Gabrielle Union and Dwayne mm, Wade, mm, yeah. that was, you know, and I hate when people call it, called a baby the break baby because that is actually Ooh. a child but yeah. they were not together and he started a relationship with somebody else that person got pregnant and then they yeah. got back together mm. 
And ludicrous, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that happened as well. Yes, yeah. So can you, th- can you come back from it? Yes, I think you can. Ah. I think you can. I think it depends on what is at stake. Um, it depends on how invested you are as well, how much investment. Like the examples I think you gave, Ludacris and Dwayne Wade, they, the so Gabrielle Union. I, I can't. I can never say her name. Ludacris's wife. I can't. Edoxy. Yeah, yeah. Edoxy. Yeah. I, I was gonna say Equinox. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I didn't say anything. So yeah, Edoxy. I think they were quite heavily invested in those mm. relationships. Mm. Um, Issa, their their thing is really fresh. It's really new. So I think it's a very different case if you've been with someone for like a year or over a year or something like that and something like that happens. But I think, yeah, you can come back from it. It depends what you want. It's not, I mean, personally for me, for you, it's, it's not a hundred percent, it's not 100% a deal breaker. Bim, what do you think? I think in most cases, I think you definitely can come back from it because I think, I suppose in an ideal world in your situation on front street. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're in a very committed relationship. Yes. Yes. Could you come back from me? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, personally, no, but because that that is a real, without putting your whole information out there. Yeah. Online. That is a very long relationship. Yeah, that you have with your current partner. Mm-hmm. Say if you guys took a break, yeah, and then came back, you're together, mm-hmm. and then Condola is at the door with her curly hair. What's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> me, I I like a stress free life, so I think me, too. me, I will too. say, I'll say to enjoy. Me too, actually. I'll say, you, you know what? This is your new situation like deal with all of that but I think I, the reason why I think on the show it's for me I don't think they can come back from it because of who Condola was she's mm. not a stranger it wasn't yeah. a one-night stand exactly. like I said earlier it's somebody who Issa was so inspired by so you so for Issa for the rest of your life the mother of your partner's child is this woman that you've Maybe the relationship between the two of them would change over time, but I don't. You would I don't think Isa in herself would even be comfortable. I think you're putting too much onus on this. Um, it being Condola, mm. I think you're giving Condola too much credit. I think I think Isa did gonna, though. As, as I, I agree said, with Bim. I think Isa gave her too okay, much guys. credit. That's and that's what <laughs> Molly said. Do you remember Molly called her out on it? Like I mm. think Isa. Because Issa was wanting, she was wanting so much and she was like trying to find where to get all of this like help and Mm. she wanted people to like affirm her that she literally embedded herself into Condola. And I think that that, and then it became a thing with the Lawrence and then she became even more infatuated with her. So I feel like how, how would we expect Issa to change that mindset? 
going forward. Like she even asked him last episode, like, oh, what's going on with Condola? So it's exactly. not like Condola's ever yeah. going to disappear. Yeah. But now she's not going to disappear because you're her child's stepmother. But you guys disagree with me. So, so. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's too close it's to home. Fine. It's too close to home for me. It's fine. Mm. Okay, so um, <laughs> in terms of let's let's come. Um, we need to like wrap things up because we can't just fight over Condola. Giving <laughs> um, her too much energy. <laughs> we have Molly and Issa. Yeah. So. Jay, you know, I've always shouted from the rooftops, the true love story of Insecure is Molly and Issa. We start mm. and end always with Molly and Issa. Yeah. But we did ending this season. The conversation on the bus, let's start there. So they're on their way to try and track down Tiffany. They had that really funny exchange of the bus driver where they were going to push the stop button. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say, I think that's an actual thing where people like pressing buttons that they're not supposed to. And I think I have that. <laughs> I've heard about this. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. But anyway. Yeah, it's, so, it's, it's a thing. Well, yeah, it's it a thing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm not doing it now. So, so <laughs> press the red button. <laughs> so on the bus, so Issa is comforting Derek, but as you mentioned, Bim, that conversation was really about Issa and Molly. Mm. What 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 do you think in terms of their relationship? Can we can can we come back? I think we can always come back. I think, I think there's just always with any like severed friendship. I think there's just always a growth and time period, um, and I think sometimes the growth and time period, it has to be accepted by both parties. I think that sometimes if you fall out in a friendship or there is a a bit of a breakdown in communication, one person is always probably a bit eager to mend yeah. it and not really giving it time and the other person probably needs a bit longer. And I think probably at that moment in particular with the Tiffany thing, which kind of brought them all back, I feel like most of their arguments on Insecure kind of still come back to the fore of them and that moment of like understanding as like a friendship group. I think, yes, it's all it's really important to focus on Issa and Molly, but I do think that when it comes to like Kelly and Tiffany as well, it's a reminder of like, oh, hold on a second, this is kind of how we've been, this is our group. Because I think having to come back I, together I, I, for a I neutral person... Think, I do think Molly and... Um, so Tiffany and Kelly, their friendship is separate. Yeah, so Even yeah. Kelly, like, refers to it, like, they're, like, they have their mm. relationship and then I think Issa and Molly have their relationship. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite separate. And I, and I even think of in terms of, like, in my friends, there are people that... We okay, we're all friends together, say like six of us. Yeah, there are people that okay, those two are really tight, those are really close mm-hmm, friends, mm-hmm. I think. So, in so put yourself in terms of like, okay, first of all, we always ask this, me and Jay, who are you, who do you most kind of associate yourself with, Molly or Easter? <sighs> Probably like a combination of both of them. No, 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 we don't take combinations. <laughs> okay, fine, 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 fine. <laughs> I think I'm probably more Molly, which is why I empathize with her more so than Issa. I think, 
I'd like to think that I'm quite a realist and I like to think I kind of call things how I see them. And I think sometimes in friendships, there are people that I feel like Issa did a lot of suppression this season. Like she'd like, there was a lot we're, of we're like talking about you. Let, let's this is, a, <laughs> this is a wind down in detail. Wind, okay. So back we talk about, so that's, we talk about ourselves. ourselves. Yes. Okay, I'm going to bring it back full circle to myself. Yeah, bring it, bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I suppose, yeah, like I said, I feel like I'm quite a realist and I think that I know that one of my faults at times can be I'm quite quick, like Molly, to be like, right, that's getting cut off. Like, I'm not really trying to... Or if somebody does something to me, like, friendship-wise, it's kind of like, I see you, girl. An example. <sighs> <laughs> I, don't got, I don't know if I've got a juicy enough example. It just has to be but what's real to you. I did have a, yeah, I did have a friend. This is when I was quite young though. I did have a friend that we were really close and there was a couple things that she kind of did that I was a bit like, okay, you know what? But because I knew so much about her and I was always there to support her, I kind of, I feel like she kind of took my kindness for weakness. So it was like, oh, it's okay if I do that to Bim because... She knows my whole life story and she's going to forgive me because she's always supported me. And then I think that it kind of got to a point where I was like, you're actually more trouble than you're worth. Like you're bringing more drama than joy to to this relationship. So you were with Issa D, basically. Low-key, she was Issa. She was was low-key Issa. (laughs) And I think it, that's why, like I said, that's why I feel like I resonate with Molly a bit because I feel like I'm always like one of those people that if my friends need me to go somewhere, like I'm going to ride for you. Like you can always call on me. But sometimes that can be draining when yeah. your friend on the other side, it's like, use your brain, girl. Like it just feels like they're just giving, giving, giving. But in your time of need, you're not really getting the same response. And I think Issa was really clear on a couple of times like that time that she called Molly and Molly was like hey girl she's like yeah hey so and the agenda shifted straight away to her own agenda and Mm -hmm. I think that that you have those moments with your friends sometimes where someone calls you you think that they're calling you for chat and they're just like yes so basically can I use your discount and you're like yeah that's a very real one for people working in fashion fashion, yeah (laughs) and you're like oh I'm fine thank you yeah Life at well. least at least like butter them you know say how are you how's it going yeah oh so and then 10 minutes in be like yeah so you know <laughs> i saw this top that i love <laughs> yeah i'm gonna send you the link now <laughs> um so jay what do you think um so I kind of switch between them depending on the episode. I no, kind of we can't switch. <laughs> okay, so if I had to choose, I would say I'm I'm a Molly. Oh, okay. um, maybe we shouldn't hang with each other because we I feel like we're all Mollys here. Yeah, but I um, I said something. But then there are at times I can be an Easter as well. But I, I would say I'm 80%, no, 70% Molly, 30% Isa. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't even know if that's true, <laughs> to be honest. You just, you just throw out numbers now. Yeah, I'm just throwing out numbers. But yeah, it is, I think that is the re- real relationship of the show, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, we started at Mercato, which is the Ethiopian restaurant, and we ended... Do you think that's a real restaurant? At, 
I think it is. I think all the places are like real places okay. in LA. That's they must cool. do really well from this show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I think that's a real place. We need to yeah. ask our friend Viv, who lives in LA. If yeah. She, if she's been there. Oh, yeah, true. But again, but Molly kind of annoyed me the last three or two episodes where I was just like, yeah. I cannot, Molly, I cannot support you on this behavior. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. did it again in this last episode, didn't she? Where, um, well, I think they were in a shopping mall and, he, and Molly said, oh, let's go our separate ways. And he was like, yeah, of course you would kind of, she thought, yeah, you would say that, wouldn't you? Like, I don't think Issa was being sensitive. I think Issa was being a bit oversensitive that moment. Yeah. I think Molly was being efficient. because yes. like, you, No, you got, she was So it was in the cinema. They're looking for yeah. Tiffany. She's so they wanted to go to the concessions counter. There mm. were two of them. Yeah. Two of those Molly and Issa. <laughs> so if I say you go upstairs, I stay downstairs and go and ask. I don't think that's me saying get out of my life. That's <laughs> just us. Let's just be a bit efficient here with um But but Issa is Issa's the needy friend. Yes. So when you hear when you hear something like that, she just heard, Oh yeah, of course you would say that. Like yeah. Yeah, let's just separate think, forever then. Lisa needed to <laughs> hold on to her feelings there. And also, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't the time. The time was... It wasn't the time or place. But the thing is, Molly knows Issa, so she knows what buttons to press, and she pressed I one don't, right I, there. I'm not going nah. to let you put that on. You're not going to put that on our girl. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think, I think Molly... Molly trying to find their friend that is missing. I don't think so. I think yeah, it was Molly okay. Bean. <laughs> Maybe you are the Issa. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. so um, just I just wanted to mention just some like cool moments um, from the episode. So we had Prentice Penny, who's one of um, the showrunners and writers, was the security guard. In the yes, car. he was. Yeah, and yeah. me and um, Jay, you know, we discussed previously that Prentice Penny replied to my tweet. Yeah. Yes. Say that. Um, so that's good. Um, He's making his <laughs> acting his acting debut there. Yeah. And also, to be fair, he confirmed that it's about Molly and Issa. Mm-hmm. He did. A sort of way. But anyway... <laughs> Um, and then also, I don't know if, did you guys see it? The Nipsey Hustle and the Kobe Bryant and um, Gianna, his daughter, the tributes. That yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. you had those really great aerial shots of LA and mm. you saw those, um, I don't know, those paintings, street arts of mm. um, all of those people that are part. Mm. So I thought that was really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice, like, LA, LA nod as well. I also think that um, the Black Lives Matter kind of nods were really strong as well with that bus scene. Yeah, it was. Yeah, was and tense. with the police and with the, the police, police officers as well. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. tense there. I was yeah. really like, I hope it doesn't go a very kind of like dark, yeah. tragic yeah. way. Because so they tried to do an Amy Cooper, didn't they? Yeah, I'm glad that it stayed quite light. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. also that guy on the bus that was talking to Kelly, I was definitely triggered. As soon as he opened his mouth, I was like, oh my goodness. What, what the one that said that he's in a black woman? <laughs> yeah, my inner black, my inner yeah. black woman looks like you. And I was like, 
and then he's the same guy that was like, oh, they were harassing the bus driver. Yeah, yeah. 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 Talk about microaggressions. First of mm-hmm. all, you're talking to me on the bus for no reason. Mm-hmm. And then because I don't pay you any mind, now you, you're like, yeah, let me get revenge, you know? Mm. Yeah. So what's your guy, what's your standout mo- moments from this season? This is season four, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So Jay, your standout moments. Oh, standout moments. There's so many. I want to say Condola's Kitchen, but that's that's showing my <laughs> that's you showing really my like interior <laughs> interior design nerdiness. So, um, the Mexico um, episode, I really oh, love really? that. Yeah, I think we just we're, we're in quarantine, we're in lockdown. <laughs> I haven't seen any seen a beach, so that was oh, nice. To, it was nice to go on holiday yeah. with them. And Lawrence directed that episode, yes, he so did. Yeah. he did a good job on that. So I think that one stands out a lot for okay. me. Okay, okay, yeah. nice. Bim, how about um, you? I think I really liked episode one. I loved self-care Sundays. I thought that that was just such a a good I it's such a good idea, and I think mm. it was good to portray that kind of like well-being side of it obviously throughout the duration of the season we just see that deteriorate to a point where it doesn't even exist anymore yeah. but um I thought that was really good way to kick off the season to kind of get people thinking and then I think the Lawrence and Issa episode I think um sorry sorry just one moment it was supposed to you're supposed to pick just one. Oh, sorry yeah because you're now you're going to say my one as well okay sorry oh. no, no. <laughs> okay so, so self-care Sunday Season one, season four, episode one for me. Okay, so my favourite moment, (laughs) thanks for asking, guys, was... um, (laughs) You're the host. (laughs) It's going to be um, the episode where, I call it the Lawrence and Issa episode, where they had the most (laughs) magical dates ever. Um, (laughs) Yeah, honestly, that that whole episode, I've watched it, like, twice now, Um, I just smiled so hard in that episode because I just was so happy that they were just happy. And when Issa says that line of you make me happy, like I wanted to like cry and throw my hands up in joy at the same time. <laughs> that was a good episode. Very good. Is that, that's the one they went on the amazing date, the date the perfect from date. the, date the that perfect date. Want. The, the date that we all dream of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they're walking through the clouds. I was yeah. just like, oh my and goodness. Yeah. Apart and yeah. Know, they ended up together later on that night. So it was just, it was a perfect. And I actually put out a tweet and I said, um, you know, that, you know, this gave us the closure we were all looking for. So no matter what happens next, I'm happy with, regarding mm-hmm. um, Issa and Lawrence. Then I tweeted today after watching the episode, I quote tweeted that tweet and said that this tweet hasn't aged very well because obviously <laughs> I'm very upset and triggered considering I'm almost, I almost wish that they had that episode and they decided to go their separate ways. Yeah. That's what I said. That is what, yeah, I, that's what said. I said. After I would have been happy with that. I'd have been like, they had yeah. a beautiful moment. I yeah. don't think they needed to get together. So when they got together last episode, it was a bit of a shock. I was just like, oh, they are in a relationship now. 
Yeah, yeah. I was like, why? I was like, why are uh, we doing this? Yeah. 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 Okay. So predictions for the future. So ah. what, what's what's happening? Season season five. 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 Yeah. Season I think five. it'll be the last season. I don't you want it never to know. You never I know. I don't I don't see them making another season after this. Well, because of the pandemic, I think a lot more TV shows are going to be made because there's going to be a lot more. We, we might be in and out of this. Uh, so I think there might be a lot more TV shows being made. So they might put, yeah, they might get another season, season I six. Just, I just think like how Issa Rae is and the fact that she delayed this season by almost two years because she said she just didn't have anything to write about and she wanted life to happen. Mm. I don't think I don't see them dragging it out. I see them okay. We've had we've we've done enough of these characters. This is the end of their story. And yeah, that would be it. Oh. So I I do think next season could be the last. If they get another season, season six, max, mm. no more than that. Yeah. But my predictions are. I don't think Issa and Lawrence are going to work things out. And I do think that's the end. And I do think also it's the end for Andrew and Molly. So we're going to open next season with Issa and Molly trying to mend their relationship and also date again. Mm. (laughs) What do you think? Uh, I think... I'm agreeing with you. I think predictions is right. <laughs> predictions is I secretly think there might be no more Lawrence mm. because I think that his character will work from a distance. Like he, I don't think he can be there for us to see the new stages of Issa as it's just going to drag out longer than it needs to. Yeah. So I think we probably have had our closure for Lawrence. I think Issa's probably doing something with Nathan. I don't know if it's serious, but I feel like Issa and Nathan, I think he's going to be a rebound guy for her, which is what I don't want. But I think Nathan might be the rebound. (gasps) And then Molly, I think she's just going to go straight into work and I'm leaning more towards this whole Torian thing. Maybe she's got a little office office romance. I'm going to tweet it now. So like, when it happens, <laughs> yes. I know that I predicted it. <laughs> I'm going to retweet. Yeah. I'm going to tweet it now. <laughs> um, so I, th- I think Andrew's going to come back. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. But I don't know if him and Molly are going to be together. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think he's going to come back in some capacity. I think, con- I think Lawrence is going to stay. And him and Issa are going to try and work things out. But Condola is going to come back. And she's she's going to want to have a father for her child. And that's, we're going to see some drama there. Okay. 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 You know what we should do, actually? Let's, Let's actually just make a thread on Twitter of these predictions. Because we've all got quite different views. 
and then we can just revisit it when in like two three years later (laughs) (laughs) when they bring back the new season i called it coming (laughs) so yeah um thank you guys for taking part in the last ever Colour Out the Box presents Insecure Wind Down and Debrief. Mm. Um, Jay, thank you for joining me on a sort of weekly basis. And Bim, thank you for putting your um, your input into today's discussion. Thank so, you for having um, me. Just to remind the listeners, where can the good people find you? So... Uh, Someone, <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me on instagram which is bim b-i-m underscore lola and then on twitter since we're going to do this twitter thread it's yeah. bim lola one word and the number one at the end yeah okay so, so you can f- so you can find me on security art guide on instagram um yeah i think everyone kind of knows what the what the handle is about it's arts art exhibitions in london at the moment it's art exhibitions you can see online okay and as always you can find color out the box on instagram twitter and facebook do join the discussion and we're going to make the um, twitter thread of our predictions and also let us know what you thought about the episode and you know are you with me that it doesn't matter that it's condola that's having a baby or are you with the other people that (laughs) with the other people (laughs) the others (laughs) are you team molly or team lisa (laughs) do let us know until next time bye. bye bye